Hello, hello, welcome to Griff Talks Football. I know it's not an original name, it's my show anyway, and hopefully you've been having a great Friday night, or morning, or day, or, you know, whenever you are listening to this, because I am recording on a Friday evening, and so, as I said before, or at least mentioned in the previous episode, uh, that I was going to continuously, or at least start up... Uh, what I call one take, where I talk about one situation or one particular situation about in one particular game. And so I mentioned about the Bears, so I'm going to be talking about more in detail between the Chargers and the Bears this past weekend, which the Chargers again won 17-16, but more specifically talking about the what would have been a game-winning drive by the Bears. So... Let's start off with this. Bears, I uh, believe with their own 25 at their own 30-yard line, I believe. Um, no, like closer to the 10-yard line. My bad. Their own 10, right? Um, and so the Bears, with Mitchell Trubisky, a quarterback in the offense, started to move the chains, starting to get bigger gains through, through the air because, of course, you're kind of forced to kind of pass the football a lot in that situation. We only have, you know, a minute and 25 seconds left on the clock in the fourth quarter, and you're down by one point, and you're just trying to get in the field goal range. So the Bears are starting to move the ball, and all of a sudden, throughout the drive, they get to the, the Chargers' 24-yard line in just about four or five plays, I believe. And within that situation, at the point of time where Mitchell Trubisky gets under center, it's 45 seconds. So Bears have 45 seconds and one timeout left at the opponent's 24-yard line. Now, to calculate a field goal for anyone that doesn't know about this or anyone that's interested... Let's say, again, you're at the opponent's 24-yard line. Well, the end zone itself is 10-plus yards. So that's 34. But then where the kicker's kicking it, the kicker is kicking 7 yards from the ball. However, the holder is about 3, 4 yards away from the ball because then the holder has got to catch the ball, set it down, because the kicker would take about... One, two, about two steps um, to then just kick the ball to make that field goal. So now they're at the Chargers 24-yard line, and this is a 41-yard field goal attempt. Now, what Matt Nagy, the head coach of the Bears, decided to do is by the time they got to the line of scrimmage with 45 seconds left, just kneel the ball. So they waited. They kneeled it. There's 15 seconds left. The clock continued to run because they didn't call a timeout. And then they called a timeout with... No, I'm sorry. Five seconds left. And then they called a timeout one. Because the play clock is at 40 seconds. So when the referees had set the ball and then whistled it, it was 45 seconds left in the game. The play clock's at 40 so, you know, 45 minus 40, that's five seconds left. Also, the Bears didn't get penalized because they didn't kneel it. Because if you don't snap the ball and the play clock's at zero, you get penalized. And so that's a minus five-yard penalty. 
However, uh, Mitchell Trubisky snapped the ball, then waited four more seconds left and called a timeout. One second left in the game. They said Pinero, that's his last name, the kicker, out for a field goal attempt. Again, 41 yards. He kicks the ball. It sailed left. Ends up missing it. Charges win again, 17-16. A lot of people were complaining about Mag Nagy's decision there. And how they should have, or like he should have, since he is the play caller again, should have continued to put in more plays to get in closer field goal range. Maybe just make a 20-yard field goal. Maybe just, you know, make, make something shorter, right? But I will defend his decision here. His decision is something I agree with. Now, granted, um, field goals are not guaranteed. No field goal is ever guaranteed. Whether it's from the 33-yard line, uh, not 33-yard line, but whether it's a 33-yard field goal attempt, a 63-yard field goal attempt, or a 51, or you know, 20-something-yard field goal attempt, it's not guaranteed. That kicker can easily miss it. Right now, there's percentages to say you know, teams more likely to win if the kicker's only kicking a 27-yard field goal or shorter, and then lower and lower, lower. As the field goal yardage goes up and up and up and up. Again, however, the field goals are not guaranteed. And you expect the kicker to make that said field goal. Again, through, you know, whether it's 41, 33, 54, 63, all that stuff. So... Again, I agree with Matt Nagy's decision because Mitchell Trubisky has been so inconsistent and probably has been the biggest problem. Now, granted, it's not all in the blame, but he's probably been the biggest problem for the Bears this season thus far and why they're 3-5 and five currently. Yeah, I believe they're 3-5. and five. Three or four, three and five. Yes, they have a losing record. They only have three wins on the season. And Mitchell Drabisky has only thrown five touchdown passes in his seven to eight games that he's played in. And he's also thrown three interceptions. In a league that requires a lot of precision, decision making, and the way the rules are. You expect the QB to get more than just five touchdowns throughout the season, throughout seven to eight games. Now, granted, if it's a 30-second passing offense, stuff like that, okay, that's a struggle. But that's on the entirety of the passing offense, not just the quarterback. That's if you don't have targets to throw to. That's if you have a porous offensive line. That's if you have, again, an inaccurate QB. Situations like that. However, the Bears have, I would argue, a fantastic receiving core. At least having depth. They have one of the most underrated receivers that's often not talked about this year. His name is Allen Robinson. 
They have Taylor Gabriel. He's a, a slot receiver, but he's by far one of the fastest receivers on the league and by far the fastest receiver on the team for the Bears. They have amazing, I would argue, either amazing or really good running backs. And they ran the ball a lot in this game. However, the blame does been it, it, it is placed on Mitch Trubisky. He has surpassed at least throwing a thousand yards this year with a 64 completion percentage. Okay, those are good, but he's been sacked often. He has missed throws in critical situations. And again, even with his 64 percentage, it doesn't tell the entire story because he's one of the worst vertical passers in the NFL. When I say vertical, I mean passes that are completed 25 plus. All right, that's that's considered a big play. However, he has not lived up to the expectation, nor has gelled or meshed well in his second year under McNaggy's offensive system. And it's just unfortunate to see how talented the roster is, how good the roster is for Bears, only to have it be wasted by, unfortunately, a poor, inconsistent performance thus far by Mitchell Trubisky. And you could argue the Bears lose the next two straight games that they are no longer in a playoff hunt, that their season is a lost season, and that Mitchell Trubisky will be cut by the end of the year, and so forth. And those likely may be true. Those may, may, not, may likely may not be true. But, Jesus, it's... It sucks to see Mr. Dubisky not perform despite being in his third year, despite having the talent that's around him. So it's very unfortunate, and we may see the Bears cut him. Now again, granted, as I will walk back home and before I end this episode, I'm just walking outside, granted... I still defend Matt Nagy's decision of kicking a 41-yard field goal because Pinero has kicked many 40-yard and made many 40-plus-yard field goals, 50-plus-yard field goals. He has made those, so when he missed it, that was his responsibility. Now, it looked all good. Maybe he misjudged the wind because it was somewhat windy there. Windy City, of course, but because it's getting into the winter season, of course, winds start to occur. And he, he again missed it. He missed the kick. However, as I said earlier, no kick is guaranteed. Whether it's a short or long field goal, it's not guaranteed. It's not just a kicker, it's kicking the ball. It's got to be placeholder, it's got to be the snap. Everything's got to be perfect within that situation. Now, granted, again, with the stats, or at least statistics supporting that if you have a shorter distance, you have an opportunity, or at least a higher chance of winning the game. Which, granted, they could have ran more plays. 
However, again, it's very difficult to want to run more plays if you have a quarterback that's prone to fumbles, that's prone to making bad decisions in critical situations. And in doing so, that's why, at least with McNaggy, decided to kick the 41-yard field goal and evidently, unfortunately, missed it. You can blame the kicker, you can blame the special teams, you can all blame this on Matt Nagy. But if you have no confidence in your QB, that tells you either A, he's not a great coach, either B, he's a good coach, but the quarterback is terrible, C, it's both situations, or D, you really expect your your you really trust your kicker. I feel like it was both B and D where he trusted his kicker. But also, he's got no confidence in Mitchell Trubisky. So again, for those who say, oh, they should have ran more plays, okay, maybe so. We have to recognize how poor his performance Mitchell Trubisky has ended up playing like throughout the games this season and throughout the weapons that he has, not making the most of the opportunities to do so. And granted, again, 64 completion percentage, but a lot of those passes have been short. And when you have receivers that can go vertical and you miss vertical passes and are one of the worst QBs to not complete a throw over 25-plus yards for vertical passing, you will lose confidence not only from your coach, yourself, and the entire offense will lose confidence in and yourself if you are the QB that's playing poorly. So again, I support Matt Nagy's decision of kicking that 41-yard field goal. And when thinking about it, you have to consider the type of kicker that you have, how badly Mitchell Trubisky has performed. So before you go ahead and blame on Matt Nagy for not running more plays, you have to consider the situation and how, again, poorly Mitchell Trubisky has played. And again, how good your kicker actually is, which I think Pinero is a good kicker. I feel like he, if he continuously performs better and not miss those field goals in clutch situations, he will eventually become one of the highest-paid kickers in the next few years within the NFL. But I do blame Mitchell Trubisky in this situation for how poorly he's played. So that is it for my one-take episode. Thank you so much for listening. And the next episode that I'll drop is probably on a Monday or Tuesday uh, where I'll be talking about the importance of Matthew Stafford's relationship with not only with Matt Nagy, uh, I'm sorry, not Matt Nagy, with, um, oh, uh, the Lions head coach. Oh, man. My brain is just, it's, I'm tired. Um... The Lions head coach, as well as needing to continue to perform to the highest level, not only for the offense, but also, again, setting expectations, setting the standard, considering that he's in his 11th year there for the Lions organization and not and has not won a NFC North division there just yet Um, but that's something that I'll be talking about in the next episode 
Um, again, the Lions head coach, I can't remember his name. I will say it in the next episode. But again, thank you so much for listening. And as always, have a kick-ass day.